spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Spiritual slang. I'm the host Chanel, and this is my podcast where we do the dang thing. <laughs> no, but this is my podcast where I talk about real things, where I talk about my life, where I give testimony about things that I've gone through in hopes of encouraging and helping anyone who looks like me, not on the outside, but on the inside. Anyone who has gone through some things, who has dealt with a bunch of different issues in life, or just, you know, I feel like life just throws us things where it's just, it's hard sometimes, right? It's like, if we really admit it, like, it's really hard sometimes. And so I just use this space to talk about those things because I know when it's hard for me, I mean, I feel like the whole world is on my shoulders. I feel like I'm like fighting battle after battle after battle. And I know I'm not the only one. And so I try to just be transparent when I come on here and talk about those things in hopes of just letting y'all know that you're not alone in everything that you're going through. Um, But also to remind you that at the end of every dark tunnel, there is a light. And I say it all the time and I'll say it again. This podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels for me. And so it's just, it just proves, it just, it's testimony, right? Anywho... How are y'all doing? I hope you're doing good. (laughs) I feel like life has been so interesting lately. Just so interesting. I'm still trying to grasp how I feel about everything because there's just been so many things going on in my life for sure. And I know like after talking to some friends and stuff, so many different things going on in their lives as well. And a couple things that I've had in common with some of my friends is that we're all in a season of transition. I've been saying that for the last two episodes, but you know, who knows how long seasons last. I feel like I'm kind of coming out of the season of transition, but I feel like we're all in this season of transition and like newness where there's new things going on in our life. We're experiencing new things. New opportunities are coming our way. We're changing a lot of things. But also, it's August. It's officially August 1st today. And so that's the eighth month of the year. And the number eight is like a symbol for change and new beginnings. So it's no coincidence that I feel like a lot of us are experiencing the same things or going through the same things. Change is definitely exciting. Newness is exciting. But it is for sure uncomfortable. You know, there are certain people that say like they don't do well with change. I personally need change. I'm that type of person. But it is still very, very uncomfortable. But it's inevitable. And if I've learned anything about uncomfortability, you might as well just embrace it. You can guarantee you'll be a better version of yourself on the other side of it. I want to talk about something real quickly since we're on the topic of transition and newness and all of that, I've been saying that I was, you know, in a season of transition over the last couple episodes. This season has been going on for, feels like I'm on season three. No, I'm kidding. 
but it's been going on for a little bit. But I was recently talking to my friend, I feel like about a week ago, and I just called her today because when I was talking to her a week ago, about a week ago, a week ago, (laughs) all right, focus. But when I was talking to her a week ago, I was telling her how I felt like I was coming out of this season of transition. I was like trying to explain to her how it looked. And so I had this analogy and I literally just called her today or no, I texted her, but she called me and I was trying to ask her if she remembers what the analogy I said was because we both agreed that it was so good. And it just like the Holy Spirit dropped it on me when I was talking to her on the phone a week ago. And I was like, wait, I need to remember that analogy. So I asked her and we were on the phone earlier today trying to figure out what it was. And I was like, I don't know, but like, I know it's going to come to me. Why? Did it just come to me as I'm recording this episode? And I was talking about transition. So I'm going to explain it. (laughs) So the season of transition that I've been in, you know, had to do with a lot of changes. You know, I quit my job. Um, I took a break because I just needed a break. I had grinded for like four plus years. I was like, I need a break. I need to figure out. Just take a rest, a resting moment, you know, a sabbatical. And I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to focus on spiritual slang and I was going to continue to do that, but I was just going to let God lead me in uh, that season. And so with the transition, obviously it's like leaving a job and then like focusing more on one thing, but then also trying to figure out who you are because you always identified yourself as someone that was a cert, like a marketer or that had a certain job. And so like trying to figure out who you are while trying to like still just push through and it's just this very like uncomfortable thing that you don't really you can't really find your ground you know you're just going with emotions and doing things and you know I was I was happy in those two months for sure like it was great um but it was very I just felt like I was being spun right and so when I was talking to my friend I had I was explaining to her how it looked and I was like what I've been going through feels like in the season of transition, like, you know, when you're <laughs> at a birthday party and you're going to hit a pinata, right? And it's your turn to go up. And so you go up, you're blindfolded and they're spinning you around trying to make you dizzy so that it's hard for you to find the pinata. So my season of transition was like me being spun around like that. And then <laughs> right now, as I'm like, you know, I'm at a new place and I'm doing new things and stuff like that. I feel like I'm coming out of my season of transition. And so I've done being spun around. God's like, okay, now go, right? Like I was spinning around in the season of transition. And now he's like stopped me in a certain place and said, go. And you know, when you get stopped after being spun for the pinata, you're like trying to figure out where to go. And you're trying to figure out like your grounding and your, you know, your foundation. That's how I've felt. So I felt like I was getting spun around. And then now it was like, all right, now go. As I've been encountering these new things and these new things that I'm doing, I've had to find my ground again. You know, I've had to find my way. I've had to find my foundation, all being led by God and being built by God. But it still was like, I was like, ah, like, <laughs> where am I going? You know? Um, and so that's where I've been personally. Uh, hopefully that helped anyone felt all my spirit to share that. But I can say I'm coming out of that season, as I said, and now I'm just finding my way moving forward and hitting that pinata, you know, doing the dang thing. All righty. Now to get into the meat of today's episode. Today's episode is going to be on your why. 
W-H-Y, your why. And I think that is important as we, you know, continue to become better versions of ourselves and get placed in new opportunities and new opportunities come our way. And as we continue to find our ground on this world and in this earth and everything like that, I think it is important to know your why. And when I say your why, I'm not only referring to your why you exist, because that is very important. Like, what is your purpose? Why do you feel like you've been placed on this earth? Um, But also, I'm just talking about your why in the daily things you do. It doesn't have to be every single thing you do at every moment, but just your why in things that you do that affect you. And so that can be your why in the way you think, your why in certain behaviors that you do or certain things that you do um, that have a strong effect on you as a person. And the why behind the choices that we make, both good and bad. So basically just getting down to the root of all of those things. I wanted to talk about this because this is an area of my life that I have consistently had to reflect on if I'm honest which I'm going to be on this podcast (laughs) there are times where I found myself thinking or doing things that I didn't like and so I had to figure out why I was doing those things they were behaviors or actions that I was doing that didn't build me up that didn't um, help me in any way instead they hurt me Um, Instead, they left me like more broken or more insecure or whatever the case may be. And so I got to the point where now when I do those things or when I was doing those things, I always ask myself, why do you want to do that, Chanel? Or like, why are you doing it? And even if I did it and I have to ask myself later, that's fine as long as I learn from it. And through that process, I've been able to grow and better understand myself. Not only that, I've also had to reflect on my why even in moments where I've had good opportunities come and have had to make a big decision. Why do I want this? Why don't I want this? Or why am I hesitant to do this? And as I said, once I've started to really ask myself those questions or ask myself why, I've been able to better understand myself and make better decisions. And my why has been the thing that's also kept me going. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic. When we get to the point of asking ourselves why we do certain things, we are able to grow and become better versions of ourselves. And that's the goal, right? Like we don't ever want to just be stagnant and be the same person forever. We want to grow make better decisions, learn from past mistakes, and just continue to prosper and progress. We're going to go harder, go home, (laughs) and start with the big why. Why behind my existence? This is a very, very deep question. And I don't expect you to actually really know the answer because I don't fully know the answer. Um, And I don't know if we ever really fully grasp that because we can't predict everything that's going to happen in our life. And I think things that happen in the future will also be a part of our why. But I think at the very minimum, we can know that we are all here for a reason. We have purpose and value on this earth. 
We have a greater calling on our life than what we can actually see in this moment. Or we wouldn't really be here. And so I think just knowing that bare minimum is one of the aspects that keeps me going. Is what helps me to see myself right. It's what helps me to know that I can do better, that I can be better, that I can do things that seem really big or really hard. When I know that like I'm here for a reason, I take that into everywhere. So it's like I'm in this friendship for a reason. I'm in this job for a reason. I'm there for a reason. All of this, this and that, you know. But when you have that mindset and you know that you're here for a reason, you know that you have purpose here or else you wouldn't be here, then it keeps you going in the hard moments because life is hard. It really is. And sometimes we need something that's going to push us. If you figure out your why and you figure out um, and you really accept the fact that you have purpose and value here, it'll keep you going. And if you accept the fact that you have purpose and value in anything that you're placed in, a job, a relationship, a friendship, it'll help you to better execute in that um, and keep you going in that as well. Because obviously all of those things can have their issues. All of those things can be hard sometimes but it'll keep you going and keep you prospering and progressing. With that being said, at the bare minimum, we know that we have value and we have purpose here and we're here for a reason. But as you continue to grow and learn more about yourself, you'll start to like understand bits and pieces of your purpose, of your why. And a lot of times, definitely for me, it's linked to what you've been through. We go through things for a reason. We learn through things. And when we go through things and we learn from them and we grow from them, we should share what we've learned. We should tell our testimony so that it helps other people that will go through the same things or are going through the same things. And that's the whole you know, reason why this podcast even exists. And so what I've learned is that a lot of times our purpose is tied to what we've been through and how it can help others. For me personally, I know I'm called to break generational curses, to change the course of the way my family looks, and to help people who look like me. You know, as I mentioned at the beginning of every episode, that means to help people who have gone through similar things that I've gone through or just struggle with some of the things that I struggle with. And in doing so, giving people hope and encouraging them by showing them who God is, by allowing God to use me in any space that I'm in. It's also very important to know that your why isn't just about you. It's about everything and everyone connected to you. We're not here just to do things for ourselves. You know, there's so many people connected to our lives. There's so many people who will be affected by our testimony, by showing the things that we've gone through, by being transparent and sharing with others because it'll show them that they're not alone. We have a lot more in common with people than we think, but no one ever really knows that because you don't share it. And so it's just really important to know that, you know, our why isn't just for us, but it's about everyone connected to us. When I know these parts about why I'm here it's the thing that I fall back on when things get really really hard it's the thing that keeps me going and it's the thing that keeps me fighting 
it's so easy to get consumed in the hard moments and to let them, you know, just take over everything, take over your mind, take over your passion, take over your stamina and take over your momentum, you know, and we just sit there and we just sit in it, you know, and I don't, I think it's okay to feel the way you feel and allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to experience everything you're going through. But it's important to get back up and to keep moving forward. And so in moments where I feel like I've been fighting every day and where I feel like every day is a battle and I'm tired of being in the ring and all of that stuff, I remind myself of my why. I remind myself of why I'm here. I remind myself that there's still work to be done if I'm still here and not just work to be done in me, but also work to be done in people. There are people that need to hear my testimony. There are people that I'm going to meet. Knowing my why and my purpose for being here, even if it's just little pieces of it, that's okay. I don't want you to feel like you have to have pressure to know everything about why you're here because like I said, you might not. It's a lot to grasp. But even knowing just like the little pieces um, of how I'm called to affect people and everything tied to that, now in this new season of my life and who I'm becoming, it's become what I've gone back to um, when it comes to making big decisions in my life. And I say now because I'm not going to front like this is always how I've thought and how I've acted because it's not. A lot of times in my life, you know, I've made decisions based off of what I wanted, what I wanted my life to look like, what I wanted to do and everything like that. It's always been, you know, about what I wanted. But as I've been in the season of transition and everything that God has taught me over like the past year, and just shown me about myself and also just shown me about who I'm becoming, I'm now taking bigger precautions when it comes to making big decisions for my life. And so when I've had to make a big decision recently, I went back to my why. How does this relate to my why? How will this help my why? You know, and if I'm called to help people that look like me um, by showing them who God is and how God has moved in my life, if I make this decision, how will it bring glory to God? Because I want it to bring glory to God because I'm here to bring people to the kingdom. And so I've recently gone back to that and been like, okay, how will this help my why? How will this bring glory to God? Is this connected to the greater purpose of what I feel like God is calling me to do? These are all questions that I've asked myself in recent days. And it's something that I just started implementing. I think I did it a little bit here and there in the past, but like really implementing and really checking off the box of just recently. I will say though, it's not as easy as me just saying it because it requires a lot of praying and really thinking and resorting back to your why and what God has previously told you. So it's not easy in any sense. It is hard, but when you know your why, and even if it's just a little bit of it, it becomes really helpful in keeping you in alignment with the path that God has for you, no matter what comes your way. If you don't fully know your why and your purpose and everything like that, it's completely okay. I know certain things that God has told me, But my why is also connected, as I said, like breaking generational curses and creating a different course for my family. And so my why behind fighting 
and pushing through is also connected to my family. It's like I'm doing it for them. And so I think it's okay that you don't know fully everything, but I do encourage praying on it and really figuring out what is truly important to you. That can also be your why in encouraging you to keep fighting and keep pushing forward. If family is important to you, remind yourself of what you're doing for them when things get hard. If creating a life for yourself that you've never been able to have is important, then lean back on that when things get hard. Whatever it is, journal on it. Think about it. Like what is important to you? And let that be your why and always go back to it when things get hard. Always go back to it when you have opportunities come your way and you're trying to figure out if this is really something you should do. Always go back to that and see if there's any way that this would help that. It's also important to know your why when it comes to the smaller things too. Your why behind thinking a certain way, your why behind making a small or medium decision you made, your why behind going out, your why behind drinking, your why behind posting something on social media, your why behind talking to someone. And I'm not just talking about like every time you post on social media, every time you talk to someone, it's not that, but you know the why I'm talking about, or at least I hope you do. It's the why in those moments where you look back at something that you did, that you thought, that you said, and you're like, why did I do that? You know what I'm talking about? Where you're like, Chanel, or I'm like, Chanel, why did you do that? When it comes to these more minor details that we may, you know, not pay that much attention to, and we definitely probably don't really want to address, I found that it's usually been rooted in something that I'm probably broken in, insecure in, and definitely need to grow in. There were things that I did because I was empty in one area and trying to fill that void with either attention or validation from others. That feeling of emptiness and unworthiness has caused me to post things on social media for validation. Let's be 100% real. I know I'm not the only one that has done that. (laughs) Even though after the fact I questioned it and felt bad about it, I'm thankful that I've learned from it and grown from it because nowadays if I like feel insecure in a moment or just feel like down on myself in a moment and I'm like, oh, let me post on social media, I'll always check myself now and I'll be like, why do you want to do that? And it's not every time I want to post, but it's it's just those moments where you know you're, you know, feeling like you are lonely or you're seeking validation from something or you're feeling insecure. And then all of a sudden we want to post something that could possibly get us attention. You know what I'm talking about. It's not something that you would naturally just say out loud that you're doing something that you're like dealing with in your head. And so now in moments where that happens, I check myself and I'm like, why do you want to do that? And if I I'm honest with myself and I'm like, oh, because, you know, I feel insecure in this moment. So I want to post this to feel secure again, that I won't even do it. It's not worth it. And I feel like a lot of times we hope to do that and we hope to get something out of it that'll make us feel better about ourselves. And then when we do it and we don't actually get what we were looking for, it makes us feel worse. Or if we do get what we were looking for, it's like a Band-Aid approach. It doesn't actually make you feel that good like you feel good for that moment but then another moment comes up where you feel insecure 
So instead, I've learned to really just sit in that and remind myself of who I am and remind myself that I'm perfectly and wonderfully made the way I am, that I'm good enough, that I'm worthy enough, that I'm valued enough, that I don't need to go and post something to find that because God already says all those things about me. It's a practice. It's not easy. It's not an overnight thing. But as I've done that, I've honestly grown more confident. I've felt like I didn't need to find anything from someone um, or that I didn't need anything from anyone. And it's just been way better. You know, you feel better about yourself as a whole when you actually address those moments and you don't look for it in something else or in someone else. It doesn't just have to do with social media either. It can also be reaching out to someone that you know that you shouldn't be talking to. Yep. (laughs) No, but I feel like we've all been there. And in those moments, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this if I know I shouldn't do it? And that's something that I've had to ask myself plenty of times. I don't know if I should say plenty. I've definitely had to ask myself a number of times that question. Because even though I know better, sometimes I don't do better because we're not perfect and we fall short. And so even though I've known better, sometimes I didn't do better. And so I've had to ask myself, why do I want to do that? Or why did I do that? And I've had to come to realizations like, okay, you're feeling insecure. Or again, you're needing validation from someone. Um, But because I was able to do that and because I'm able to learn from it, you become more self-aware and you start to uh, you understand yourself more in learning about yourself more and understanding your insecurities you become stronger in resisting the urges to do things that would validate those insecurities or that would make you feel better for the moment in learning those things also you learn and are aware of how you feel after the fact you do it you know sometimes you regret it sometimes you're asking yourself that question why did i even do that And I don't want to be the type of person that just continues to do that as if I haven't done it plenty enough times to learn from it. And so I think when you really take the time to, if you fall short, you fall short, but then ask yourself why and learn your insecurities and become self-aware in them, then you grow stronger and stronger to resist the urge to act out in a way that would temporarily validate you or temporarily just make you feel good. Instead, you're able to get to the root of it and just grow and become better. Insecurities, for instance, are definitely something that we'll probably, I feel like we all deal with and we all deal with them in different ways. And some things we grow out of and then some new ones come. It's just the way life is sometimes. But I think what's important is how you address those insecurities and how you react to those insecurities. How you react and address them will either end up in growth and confidence or we'll end up in more insecurities and regret. You just have to choose which path you want to take. There have also been moments where it was me just talking to a friend. And I've come to a point where I'm always seeking growth. And I feel like I'm seeking growth even sometimes when I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, I feel like God is just, you know, works on me consistently. And so there were moments in the past where I would just call a friend like a girlfriend when I was looking to escape something I was going through. So instead of sitting in my what I was going through or spending time with God to allow him to work on that thing, I was 
calling a friend just to talk to them. And sometimes, you know, I would talk through it. And I think it's okay, obviously, to talk through what you're going through and what you're experiencing. But I also think it's important that you sit in it and allow God to work on it and heal you and not escape from it. And so when I asked myself the why behind why I was calling a friend in moments where I knew I just needed to spend time with God because of how I was feeling about something or what I was going through, I came to the realization that I was doing it as an escape mechanism because I didn't really feel like dealing with it. I didn't really feel like going through it. Addressing issues that you're experiencing and addressing feelings that you're experiencing that are hard, that are sad, that are heartbreaking, they're not fun to address. And so sometimes I just didn't feel like I was in the mood. Even though I know God was calling me to spend some time with him so that he can work on me and I can really figure it out and not let it continue as a cycle. Instead, I would do things that would make me forget it. So whether that be call a friend, it would make me forget what I was going through and then I wouldn't address it. And then, you know, it would build up later and then then I would have to address it. And so just being self-aware enough to know that it can be anything that you're doing that is hurting you and figuring out your why behind it so that you know to do better next time. Speaking of escape mechanisms, I think that a lot of times our why behind we do things, or at least for me, a lot of the things I've, the why behind I've done them has been as an escape mechanism. I don't know if I'm the only one, but there are times where life has been so hard that I've just wanted to run away. (laughs) Like run away from it by moving to a different place so that I could just start over or do something new and not deal with my issues. You just wanted to get out of the environment that you were in so that you wouldn't have to address what you were going through. And you would essentially, like I said, escape from what you were experiencing, escape from the hard times. I think a lot of us can also do that by going out a lot. I don't think there's anything wrong with going out. But I think some of us do it as an escape mechanism. I think we do it as a way to make ourselves feel better because, you know, sometimes what's involved in going out is drinking, which is also an escape mechanism, which I've done before. Let's be real. I have in the past turned to drinking as like a way to escape what I was feeling. And I'm no alcoholic or anything, but I don't ever want to be the person. And I'm not saying this to you know, make anyone feel bad or anything like that, because that is not the case. I'm saying it because I want to encourage you and just to help you feel seen. But there were moments where I wanted to just drink my feelings away or like instead of addressing what I was going through and journaling or praying or whatever the case is, however you address, I just wanted to drink it away. And that could not even mean me me going out. That could just be me in my apartment doing it. I wanted to drink as a way to make me feel better about what I was going through. But in any moment that I've done that, and anyone that has done it too can probably testify to this, it has never made me feel better. Maybe for like five minutes, but it has always left me, even in the moments where you did drink, it sometimes made you focus on it more, you know, whatever you were going through or made you more sad about it or more upset about it. It never really helped. If you didn't feel more sad about it or more upset about it in that moment, you definitely felt it the next day. It never went away. You know, it doesn't help. And so 
that's another area where I've had to ask myself why. When it has come to things like that, that is where I, you know, say like, I don't ever want to be the person that drinks to fill a void or to escape something. And so in moments where I'm like, oh, I really want to go out and do this. I'm like, but why do you want to do it? Do you want to do it because you actually just want to go have fun and hang out? Then cool, go do it. Or are you doing it because you're going through something and you just want to forget all about it and fill the void temporarily? Always go back to your why. I was recently actually just talking to a friend about the whole going out and drinking thing. We were having a conversation about it and I was telling her how I always had to ask myself why. Um, And she was saying the same thing where there are moments where she would go out as a way to escape. But then when she would um, when she would do that, it would always lead to her doing something that she didn't actually want to do in the sense that whether that be call someone when you've been drinking, everyone has been there, or text someone. And then the next day you're like, oh, why did I call them? Or why did I text them? And you regret it. And so that is also why asking yourself the why behind why you're doing something is very important. If you don't and you just allow yourself to just do things to escape what you're actually feeling or what you're going through, whatever you're allowing yourself to do can actually make you feel worse and make the situation worse. One of the biggest things that I've learned through this process of just remembering my why, asking myself why, and checking myself in certain behaviors and thought processes is that sometimes our why is connected to what we are thirsting for. When I ask myself why, say, I'm talking to a certain person, Sometimes we can be talking to someone that we probably know we shouldn't be talking to or we know that they're not the right person for us because we're thirsting to be in a relationship or to have companionship. So instead of waiting for that, we're settling for the company of just talking to someone. And sometimes you're not even in that relate you're not even in a relationship, you're just talking to them, you're entertaining them. But I think We've all been in that position. I've been in that position where I was talking to someone, dating someone that I felt like wasn't necessarily particularly for me, but I liked having their company and I liked talking to them. And I found myself settling for just that companionship because I was lonely in moments and I wanted it. And so I was just settling for basically not God's best for me. And when I decided to cut things off, and there were moments where I actually missed the person, I had to ask myself, why am I missing them? Why am I thinking about them? Why, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, you know, if you spend time with someone and you get to know someone, you're going to miss them. But I kind of dug deeper because I was trying to understand, like, if I made the decision to end it, then why am I, you know, sad about it? And one of the things I realized was you want companionship. And You want someone to talk to in the way that you were talking to that person. And so I was thirsting for that. And that's why I was missing that person. And that's why I had stayed with that person or continued to date them until it ended. But I had to ask myself that so I could really understand myself. Also come to the point where I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be thirsting for anything but Jesus. (laughs) 
I've had to come to the point where I had to allow God into that area so that he can fill me up in that way so that he can meet me in that area so that he can be, you know, the main focus and not really focus on that. Also, I think we can be thirsting for like peace and wholeness. And as a result, we'll do things that take our mind off of focusing what we're going through and just take our mind off of everyday life because it makes us forget about our daily issues or our problems at this moment in our life. Therefore, it makes us feel good because we're not thinking about it. We're not stressing about it. The worry is gone. And so in some sense, we have like a counterfeit version of peace. And so like say if we go out and we drink and we're doing that because it makes us forget about everything we're going through, all the problems we have and everything like that. It makes us feel peaceful for that moment. But it's a counterfeit version of peace because it's temporary. It's not eternal. It's temporary. But then once you come back home and then you're like all of a sudden you're faced with all your issues again. And so I think like we can be thirsting for peace in our life. And that's the reason why we do certain things. We do things that will make us feel peace, but that peace is temporary. Another important like realization I had was that your why can also be tied to you only seeing certain things done a specific way because of how you grew up or the family you come from. That a lot of times is the reality. If we see our parents or our siblings do and act a certain way, we can tend to follow those footsteps because that's all we've ever known. But that doesn't mean we can't change it. That doesn't mean we can't do better for ourselves. And the first step within that is just identifying that, identifying why you're doing that, identifying that it could possibly be a generational thing. And then that's the first step in changing it. That's the first step in growing. I want to reiterate what I said earlier and just say I'm not saying that you have to ask yourself why in every single little thing. But ask yourself why when it comes to areas that are hurting you and not helping you. Ask yourself why you're doing those things. This way you can get to the root of that issue, get to the root of that why, and change the way that you're doing things. Let's talk about thoughts, baby. (laughs) I don't know why that beat just came in my head. But I do want to also talk about why we think a certain way because I think our thoughts are just as important as our actions. We should definitely ask ourselves why we think certain ways. Why am I assuming so much? Did something actually happen to me that is making me assume these things? Or why am I doubting myself? Why am I thinking that I'm not good enough to do this or that I'm not worthy enough to do this? Is there anything physical or thing that I've done that has made me think that? And when I've asked myself those questions when it came to my thoughts, because to be transparent, my thoughts like to run wild (laughs) and tell me a whole bunch of lies. But I, you know, have gotten to a point where I'll ask myself why I'm thinking that way. And when I ask myself that, I realize that sometimes it's rooted in an insecurity A lot of times that insecurity is just in my thoughts, in the way I'm viewing myself. And when I break that down and I'm like, okay, so this is an insecurity of mine, but I didn't actually do anything to prove that. 
so it's not tangible and it's just thoughts, I'm able to see that they're all lies. I'm able to see that it's just the enemy planning something in my head, trying to make me believe something about myself that I'm actually not. And so a lot of times when that happens, I like literally will be like, Chanel, you're being irrational. Chanel, that doesn't even make sense. Or I like, I just have to get myself out of my own head. When you identify your why behind thinking a certain way, whether that be insecurity, whether that be brokenness or rejection issues, trust issues, I mean, there's a whole line of things it could be. But once you ask yourself why and really take the time to try to identify what it is, you allow yourself to get out of your own head. And I think once you allow yourself to get out of your own head, you're able to really move forward. Now that I'm thinking about it, all the times where I felt like I couldn't move forward or all the times where I felt like I got caught up in something, I was just in my head the entire time. Literally sit there and it's like you can visually be in your head and like not come out of it, not come basically down to earth. But the longer you entertain that in your head, the more you'll start to believe it and the more lies that will come from that. That is a wrap on episode 14, baby. I hope that it really helped you in any way and encouraged you just to get to know yourself and to understand yourself and to understand why you do certain things so that you can grow and get better. Because we're not called to just stay the same and not change, you know, just because we've done things in the past doesn't mean we have to always continue to do those things. And so learn about your why and just run everything by that. With that being said, thank you so much for listening. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. It has been such a blessing to do this podcast and I'm excited to continue to go on this journey with y'all. I'm excited to continue to grow through it because everything I talk about, I've gone through. God has worked on me through or I'm going through it. And once I feel like it's time to share, that's when I start sharing them. But yeah, I'm happy to continue to do this and go through it. And there's some really exciting episodes coming up. Can't wait. Follow and like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you listen to. It's super, super helpful. And that's all I've got to say. Just as a reminder, be kind to yourself. Let go of what you need to let go of and stay prayed up. Bye, y'all.